this morning's reflection is regarding seeing, drawing, and emptying oneself. There's uh, an emptying of, of oneself, a humility that occurs before an object. Giving oneself over to the object, one abandons one's own agenda. We could say that one adopts the object's point of view, letting one's eye move behind the object. From this vantage point, One sees how the object sees, so to say. And one can feel the world that the object inhabits. There are two things that happen in this type of experience. One is that a dissolution of the self, a dissolution of the ego, as it's called in Western thought, takes place. As a result of this, there is an immersion into the object. Immersion in a certain way is like being a sponge to experience. One becomes saturated with the experience in relationship to whatever the form, theme, and mood of the object is. One can then absorb and try different points of view when one is immersed in this way. Mindfulness in relationship to all of this is really essential. Without mindfulness, we can very quickly get submerged and lost in an unhealthy way. When there's a healthy emergence with the object, one becomes influenced and shaped by the phenomena. So an example is when a potter works with clay, she or he might sit and feel the clay, touching it, fondling it, so to speak. And that might go on for a little while before she or he knows what shape is to emerge. And this relationship with the clay continues, actually, as a bowl is formed. As the potter informs the clay at the same time that she or he is being informed by the clay. There's a great value in this kind of connecting and emerging or merging. It brings one very close to the object by becoming dissolved into it. And it's because of this merging that 
form and detail, precision, and other necessary elements involved in the creative process are able to be seen so accurately. One really comes to know the form and what's needed in relationship to the form when one can feel into its nature. Feeling into its nature, one works directly within one's perception or within one's experience in dialogue with the form, so to say, and in dialogue with the creative process. Dissolution helps put subjectivity and self-concern aside, allowing immersion into the object to take precedence over personal stories and personal concerns about the self. And so loss of subjectivity and loss of self-centeredness is experienced. The focus is on reading the object and trying to decipher what it's telling us in all of its rich, mysterious, and ancient language. These qualities of perception, clear, poetic seeing, appreciation, unconditional loving care, metta, metta love, and dissolution really increase our sensitivity and responsiveness to objects. They bring the object alive and bring it closer to us and it and us closer to, to it. So this morning, it's a very beautiful morning out there, so we will go outside to draw, see and draw. And I'm going to give you the instructions here rather than outside, because even though I was yelling the instructions yesterday morning, I have been told that some people couldn't hear me. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, I'll offer them now. The first thing is to find a seat, and we do have towels if the seats are uh, still uh, wet or damp. I mean, not towels, but rags, so you can wipe it off and dry it up. Find a seat a different place than you sat yesterday morning. So you'll have a different object, a different subject. And before I give the instructions, I'd like to say, please go through, allow yourself to really go through all the steps. Some of them might seem unimportant or kind of beside the point. (laughs) But really, they're all worth exploring, each step. So take your time. We'll have a, a goodly amount of time this morning outside there. And we'll begin 
with about a five-minute sit. I'll be keeping time with uh, the bell for you. So we'll just sit for about five minutes quietly once you find your spot. And then open the eyes and let them fall onto your subject, the object. Whatever is in front of you, whatever, whatever the eyes connect with. And we'll spend about five minutes again really taking it in. And then we'll close the eyes again. And we'll spend a few minutes visualizing, sensing the object internally. And then eyes open. Now we've done this a few times, so this is a repetition, but I'm just reminding you. Eyes open and without looking at the paper, just really absorbing, immersing into and receiving the object, whatever part of it, don't do try to do too much. Drawing, seeing, drawing, and it will be easier today. I, I can almost guarantee it. I won't promise, but almost guarantee that you'll find it will be easier. You will find that connection more available this morning. You've been practicing it now for a couple, well, a whole day yesterday. So, um, drawing just the, the contours, the outer contours, the inner contours, without looking at the paper. And it won't be a, a very long uh, portion of this morning's practice. Uh, not more than 10 minutes, but m- maybe a little bit less. And I'll ring the bell. Then we'll do the same thing again, but a little bit abbreviated time-wise in terms of eyes open, sitting quietly just for a few minutes, eyes open, really absorbing uh, the object, the subject, eyes closed, and then drawing again the contours, but looking at the paper. So we're repeating what we've done. You can occasionally checking uh, non-judgmentally, very important, what uh, marks the pencil is has made on the paper or is making on the paper. And really, uh, as I said, I think I said last night, taking hold of the subject internally with your whole being <coughs> and, again, staying very relaxed until this subject and the merging with it becomes your total capacity for experience in those moments. Really seeing and drawing, beginning to know what that is by the experience of it. So we'll do that uh, with looking at the paper and uh, again for maybe about 10 minutes. And then just letting it all go. In a sense, releasing, really releasing the uh, object, so to say. As if it's just like flying away like a butterfly. Just let it be. And then we'll just sit for a few minutes, eyes closed, and we'll keep doing new pieces of paper with all this. 
And then I want you to do the dry run. You'll observe your object, you'll see your object, you'll merge with it as much as is available and really uh, take it in, absorb it. The self absorbing into it, absorbing with the object. And then do the dry run. And that's the thing that sometimes people feel is like, oh, what is this anyway? You know. But if you do it, do it, do it, try it. And use your body. Let your body move. Let yourself loosen up with it. It's, as I uh, said last evening, it's kind of like a dance with the object. So let it come into your whole body. And it starts through the hand and up the arm, and but let the whole body dance with it on the paper. So you could do it a few times. It only takes a few seconds, really. So this dry run. Uh, and as you, as you do it on the paper, leave lots of space around the object. I mean, don't, don't go off your paper. Stay on the paper. Gesturing. I like the word gesture for this. Um, and then after you do that a few times and you begin to feel this, I, I like to say, the movement of the object, and you feel it on your paper, you feel it coming through you, then put your pencil down and start drawing. And, uh, and we can right away incorporate what we didn't spend very long with last night that we, be, we began to explore. And then we'll have a, a pretty good chunk of time. So you can use your, the eye squinting, so you really can see, experiment. Some people think, oh, well, what's this, you know? Well, try it. Try it and see what it offers you. It, it actually does offer some uh, helpful and interesting um, experience in relationship to seeing drawing. And we'll, we'll spend a, a good chunk of time with our practice, our seeing drawing practice this morning, using the pencil as uh, uh, the tool. Um, of course, it's all, it's the whole being that's, the, that's doing this, but the pencil uh, uh, as the tool um, for bringing forth the uh, undulations, we could say, of, of your object and all the ins and the outs, the close closer parts, the parts that are receding, um, with pressure and lightness, and really take your time. Take your time. And you, you'll look at your drawing. You won't just do it by just uh, the blind contour drawing, meaning not looking at the paper. You'll look at your paper sometimes, and uh, you'll be certainly uh, looking at the object more, a lot. And uh, remember that uh, pressing, and, and keep your pencil sharp so that you can really use it uh, uh, well. So if you don't have pencil sharpeners, I have a bunch you can use. Um, and you might also try some of the different leads, the soft lead, the higher numbers, as you, uh, you, I'm sure you remember, are darker, and you can see it in the color of the lead of the pencil. And the lower numbers, or the just the just the letters like just B or just H, with the lower numbers are lighter, lighter lead. 
So you might experiment with a couple of different pencils as well. Enjoy it, you know. Play with it. Uh, the pressure with the with the higher numbers, with the darker lead, will bring things more distinctly to the fore, to the surface. The contours will show up uh, with more pencil pressure. So the parts of your object that are that are coming forth, you can play with that. Or the out if there's any outer edges, a lot of these stuff there's no outer edges because it just keeps going. So, but there's some edges, so so to say, that are are clear, sharp, so you can press. And the receding places, the places that are back in, even if they're a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of an inch, they're undulating. For instance, in the bark of a tree, it's there's not much space in the coming forth and moving back, but it is, and there's, you start to see it's really rich. There's so much uh, happening in there. So the lighter, lighter pencil or lighter lines, way less pressure, let it go back. It's a lighter, a lighter uh, line. No shading today yet. Just do it with the pencils. Um, and again, draw and this is uh, uh, maybe the most difficult uh, part of this practice. Draw only what the eye perceives. And notice when you're somehow drawing something else. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Take a look. <laughs> uh-huh. So not, we're not making anything up. Uh-huh. Not drawing what we think is there. Yes. Um, for example, I was drawing last night um, an onion that yeah. has hairs coming Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's no way that you can, oh, okay, I'm doing this one. I mean, there's hundreds of them. Yeah. So some of that has to just be left be. Huh? You let it be. You can't. I let it be. You can't yeah. possibly. Right. We can't possibly draw everything. And we do, we're making choices, second by second by second, in a way. But, but it's in relationship to. Right, but some of those I have to just kind of let it dance out. Yes, yes. You'll, yeah, that's a good way to say it, actually. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, you'll find your way with it. It's... It, uh, one of the things that um, let me just finish this I did say this last night but uh, again take your time really no hurry whatsoever and we really do begin to see the difference between seeing and looking at we spent our lives looking at all of us some of us may have you know been seeing to some degree but really seeing is quite phenomenal. And notice, not while you're while we're out there with our practice this morning, but how is it affecting you through the day? It has quite an effect. You may have already noticed some things. What it does, yes. So I just to be sure that I understand this point because it's the same thing for me. Yes. You, there's no expectation you're going to capture everything you see. 
as long as everything on the paper is something that you see. There, that's a great way to say it. Thank you. Thank you. A wonderful translation. Uh-huh. Yeah. And again, don't try to draw a lot. I mean, don't try to encompass... I'll just, again, use... Because it's kind of endless. Some of the chairs are placed in front of the, these these huge uh, trunks of trees that are amazing looking, utterly amazing looking. But there's a, a huge amount of stuff. I mean, it's like... It would take you the rest of your life to draw, <laughs> draw it all. So you're you're looking at maybe this much, you know, or or maybe this much, but maybe this, or just parts, you know. You might have parts, and then, and then oh, there that one, that that area. Okay, so you have another right on the same piece of paper, you know, this part. Yeah. So keep it. Keep it. Um, I want to say simple. I mean, the bark of a tree, for instance, is not a really not a simple uh, object or subject. It's quite complex, but keep it simple in that you're not trying to, you know, draw the whole thing. It's just huge and overwhelming. You'll you'll, you'll feel overwhelmed actually. So. Um, that might be enough. Are there any other questions? Yes. Does the dark line also have to do with the actual um, shade of the object itself? In other words, you know, I was doing the sunflower and the center was very dark. Yeah, you can use it that so way. You can use it that way, okay. absolutely. No shading, no no going... Yeah. We, we are going to get to that, but not this morning. Okay. And we have a wonderful little uh, tool that we can use to help with that that I'll give out to everybody later. It's a lot of fun, actually. But not not, not this morning. But certainly you can use your, your pencils that way. The edge of it could be darker. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which reminds me of the other thing I wanted to say, which I've forgotten. It's not what you asked, but it reminded me. Don't go over your lines. Keep your lines fresh. Yeah. Except when your eyes are closed. Might be hard. Well, you you're gonna be all over the place. Yes, those those drawings from you know the years of, of of doing this, they are fascinating when you look at them. I mean, they're not a, a replica at all, but they're fascinating because almost always they they uh, express something that's really essential about what it is you've been seeing. Uh, so allow yourself to see that rather than thinking it doesn't look like that. Don't trace back over your lines. So we're going to pick up our pencils? No, no, but just don't go go somewhere else. I want you to play. I'm not going to tell you exactly what to do. You mean like go try to fix it by making don't it fix it. going over and Yeah, over don't go, side. yes. Okay. Yes, thank oh, you, Chris. Okay. I need translation, sorry. <laughs> Yes. But if you need to get, you kind of get to itch and you want to come back. To you come might come back, there. but like very lightly. Yeah. Very yeah, lightly. Yeah. Yeah. Got Not fixing, like Chris said. Chris oh, said what okay. I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah. yeah. We have a, 
most of us anyway, have kind of an insatiable, because I say insatiable because it's never possible, because you can't, you can't actually accomplish it. Uh, urge and habituated uh, uh, way of trying to fix everything. <laughs> to fix it. Make it better, make it different. Make it, just let it be the way it is. It's refreshing, actually, when you can do that more often. Okay, so I think uh, it got very warm yesterday morning after a while, at least for me, but it was quite cool to begin. So make sure you have enough clothing to start, and of course you can unlayer, you know, if it gets hot, and uh, find a new seat. Um, the the chair that you had that's way back yeah, there. Watch for hands. No, I want it. I want it in a new place. Yes. There well, was a, but nobody. <laughs> we don't want anyone to sit. There was an ant hill. <laughs> Not a good idea. <laughs> so we will we'll move that chair to another place and, and closer in a little bit and not on top of an ant hill <laughs> or like right next to it or where how close it was. So um, I'll see you out there in a few minutes. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.